Hi, welcome to the Connective podcast. I'm Aminia Docker, Compliance Support Manager at Connective. All lenders analyse whether a borrower can afford a home loan, but this process can become more complicated for self-employed borrowers. Self-employed borrowers require a great deal of care and attention. For instance, if they have multiple business entities, complicated structures and tax arrangements, it can be more difficult for lenders to get a clear picture of their financial position. When assessing a self-employed applicant's eligibility for a home loan, lenders look for consistency of income. They want to see that the business has been ticking along steadily and maintaining a level income that is suitable to meet their servicing requirements. Here to talk about self-employed customers, loan products and policy requirements is one of ANZ's hardest working BDMs, Rebecca Goodwin. Rebecca, welcome to the Connective Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Min. Every day, we see many examples of brokers who provide invaluable assistance to self-employed customers. How does ANZ assist brokers in supporting their self-employed customers, Beck? Yeah, so we've tried not to overcomplicate our self-employed policy, so it is as straightforward as possible for brokers to calculate the income. And I think we've sort of been known for this in the market for some time now. For example, we require the ABN to be registered for 24 months and then we just work off one year of financials and tax returns. Mm. The complexity and diversity of the self-employed space means lenders must develop products that can cater to this need. With this in mind, can you tell us about ANZ's product offering? Yes, yeah, so we again try and keep things um, as simple as possible mm -hmm. and the product offering um, is identical for a self-employed customer versus a PAYG customer. So you can still have your Simplicity Plus or Break Free um, and our pricing is identical across the board. So there isn't a buffer in rate or anything just yep. because someone is self-employed. Okay. So it makes it nice and easy. So what does this mean for customers who are not up to date with their financials or a customer who is newly self-employed? So we do have a LODOC product. Um, so for these customers, the ABN needs to be registered for 12 months um, and ANZ can look at the last four quarters of business activity statements mm -hmm. along with the evidence of the lodgement with the ATO. So once you have those four quarters of uh, BAS, you can jump onto our ANZ uh, toolkit and there's the LODOC qualifier calculator. So what you do is you add up the annual sales, um, you select the industry that the customer or the business is trading in mm -hmm. and then the ownership. Um, down the bottom it will ask for the customer's take home income, so the income that they've declared and then you hit calculate and it will let you know if that income declared for that, uh, those sales versus industry etc is acceptable and if yeah. it is you just can use that figure, um, print that calculator off and send that through with the four quarters of BAS um, along with those lodgement receipts. If for example the calculator um, so say the customer's take-home income was 100000 mm -hmm. and you put that in, uh, the calculator might say, well, actually, for that industry in sales, we're only going to allow 87000 for right. example. And if that 87000 is still okay to service the deal, yep. you can print that off and send it through. However, if you, however, if you do need the 100000 you can then scrap the LODOC qualifier and go down the accountant's declaration path. Right. So you still need to provide us with those four quarters of BAS statements and the evidence of lodgement receipt. However, we will go off the accountant's declaration when it comes to the income declared for the customer. Okay. So, 
So just a few things to remember with Lodox. So your LVR is restricted to 60%. Mm -hmm. um, the property needs to be standard residential. Uh, principal and interest loan repayments, so no interest only is available under LODOC. And if, um, so the borrowing and the property all need to be in individual names and the trading entity cannot be a trust. So if you're looking on the business activity statements, up the top there can't be a trust involved. Um, and again, products and pricing uh, remain exactly the same as full doc, so we don't um, buff the rates again for low doc. Um, it's just the interest only or equity manager that you can't have. Okay. If a broker has never dealt with self-employed clients before, where would be a good place to start to understand how to read financials? So for really complex structures, um, I think it's important for the broker to speak with the customer's accountant to understand the flow of income or if there's anything unusual um, that needs explaining. So you've got to remember that the assessors aren't accountants, so it is really important that you're sure that you've done your homework before submitting a deal if it mm -hmm. is complex. Um, your BDM is also available to assist with workshopping the deal, but before you contact them, make sure you've had a crack at the income yourself first. Um, ANZ also offers training sessions on self-employed applicants. So these mm -hmm. are facilitated by the BDMs. Um, and if you are interested in attending any of these self-employed workshops, just contact your ANZ BDM. Uh, we sort of started to run these as we could see there was a gap in that yeah. area. Um, so we've got a uh, sort of straightforward self-employed workshop and then the more complex um, I mean, we understand that all self-employed customers are not the same and the in income flows, etc., will differ. However, it does, the workshops do give a basic overview um, that should assist brokers. So make sure you reach out to your BDM. Yeah, terrific. Plenty of support there for the brokers. What is ANZ's policy regarding supporting documentation for self-employed clients? Okay, so the ABN needs to be registered for 24 months. We then require the individual tax returns and ATO notice of assessment, plus all the business entities involved in the income flow, so the tax returns and financials. They all obviously need to be from the same financial year and prepared by a registered tax agent. Mm -hmm. um, the date of the document, so we accept documents that are no more than 18 months old. So from 31st of December is the last day that we accept the previous year's income docs. Right. So for example, 31st of December this year, 2018, will be the last day that we accept the 2017 documents. So when the ATO notice of assessment is not available, we can accept evidence of the lodgement receipt mm -hmm along with an accountant letter confirming that they're the finals or the previous year's ATO notice of assessment along with an accountant letter. And in recent months there have, um, like you all know, there have been a few changes with policies etc. Um, so that one thing to look out for that if a company pays a director's fee or a dividend, so if you see a director's fee or a dividend mm -hmm. in the individual tax return, uh, we need to then see two years of the individual tax returns. So going back before in your intro, you were talking about the consistency yes. of income. Yep. And director's fees and dividends are often an end of financial year activity. So yep. it's usually a lump sum. 
So that's the reason why we need to see those two-year average. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't need to be made up of all directors' fees. So in 2017, they might have received a $50,000 wage and a $50,000 directors' fee. Yep. And then in 2018, it might have been a $100,000 of directors' fee. Because it's the, coming from the same trading entity, that's fine. We'll use that 100000 Okay. Where can brokers access more information about ANZ's loan products and the policy that you just spoke about as well? Yeah. So just jump onto the ANZ broker portal and it's got all our policies in detail there. Um, so you can access that and again speak to your BDM. Perfect. What are some of the common causes of rework you often see with self-employed submissions and can you give us some examples? Yes. Yeah, so the main thing would be missing income documents. So when there's a complex structure, um, you might have the trading entity paying a distribution to a family trust. Mm -hmm. We never seem to receive those documents from the family trust. So always make sure you understand the income flow and provide the tax returns and financials for every single entity involved. Yeah, definitely will help with our brokers achieving that one-touch approval. Yes, absolutely. We love a one-touch approval. We so, all do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. ensuring that all the documents are provided up front, um, provide a snapshot of the transaction. So, when the assessor picks up the file, they can read a couple of sentences, understand exactly what they're going to be assessing, and if there's anything unusual with the, you know, tax returns or income flows. Um, a family tree is always a good idea if it is really yeah. complex um, and that will definitely help obtain that first touch approval. Thanks Beck for joining us today on this Connective podcast. Before we sign off, any parting words? Well, we understand it has been a really tough year with a lot of changes, so just want to say thank you to all of you for your patience. Um, if you have any questions about self-employed or any other policies, uh, do get in touch with your BDM because we are here to help.